Hey, welcome to Queso Cafecito, the podcast where we talk all things culture. I'm Shuel Carinas. And I'm Yvette Cruz. Thanks for joining us. Today we're talking about what Facebook may or may not have on us when it comes to privacy and settings, photos, things like that. We're also going to be talking about jobs and maybe not so good jobs that we've had in our experiences on whether we've considered quitting, what we've, what, if any job has broken us in the past, things like that. So Yvette, let's get started. All right. Um, Shoel, how long have you been on Facebook? Oof, I have been on Facebook. I've been on Facebook for a minute. And by a minute, I mean probably over a decade. Do you decade. remember the year that you... Um, I, I don't remember it. It has to be somewhere around... I was still an undergrad. It had to be somewhere in maybe 08, somewhere around there. Okay. Maybe. So, yeah, you, like I said, a good decade. Yeah. Well, as you know, Facebook is making headlines yet again. Yes. This time, it's their privacy practices. They've come under fire after a Trump-affiliated political consulting firm, Cambridge Analytica, got data inappropriately from millions of Facebook users. Mm. So that caused a lot of people to start to evaluate like really evaluate what they have on Facebook and who can see it. Um, anything from apps that are connected to your Facebook account to your entire Facebook data. So I had been hearing about the option to download your data. I didn't know that was a thing, but apparently it's a thing. And I've, I've been hearing from the people who have done it. And I too, I too went ahead yeah. and downloaded my Facebook data. And I know I mentioned it to you as well. So did you get a chance to download your Facebook data? I did. I did. It, it wasn't too long ago that I did that. And it has everything. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. It's, so I, I thought about it and I thought, okay, so have you ever, okay, have you ever scrolled through your own timeline? Just yes. like scrolled back to be like, what What have I been posting or whatever? Oh, yeah. Even just like gone way back. Okay. I've yeah. done that too. <laughs> and, you know, I've questioned a lot of things. <laughs> but it's one thing to scroll through your timeline and the things that you've posted. And then it's another thing to look at the Facebook data, to look at your Facebook archives and what Facebook has. Because I, I had been reading about it and even things like um, places you've checked in or even if you started to search something and you deleted that search, you didn't go all the way through. Facebook still has that. Oh, wow. And so when I was looking at my data, I um, was shocked <laughs> in a lot of ways. But I have, I've gone through my um, timeline and I, I think a few years ago, I just went through it all and I'm like, okay, I need to delete a lot of this stuff. And it wasn't anything like incriminating, I right. guess. It was just stuff that I'm like, oh, I can't believe I ever said that. Oh, yeah. And it wasn't like, I'm trying to like make it seem, it wasn't anything too bad. It's just things that I didn't agree with anymore. The things that I didn't want out there, I guess. So right. I deleted that stuff. Let me tell you, though, in the Facebook data, it's all there. Like, oh. things that I know I deleted <laughs> are there. Oh, wow. And, I mean, that's you know that's only accessible to you, to, to the user. Right. But it's kind of, uh, yeah, it was kind of crazy. So Scary. I want to get your initial thoughts. <laughs> How, like, what was your initial reaction to your Facebook data, to some of the stuff that you had scrolled through? What was your take on it, I guess? Uh, my first take on it is it, it's, all right, part of it is kind of, I guess, nice in the sense of, okay, I can go back and I say, Okay, if you're even curious, right. as I, sometimes I am one of those people, like, how was I, what was I doing in, let's say, 2010? What was I like, feeling? Uh, what was I, no, <laughs> yeah, and seriously, sometimes, what was I feeling? Like, yeah. if I knew that, okay, like, for example, I know in 2009, I was making a tough choice to go, whether to go to grad school locally uh -huh. or to go out of state. Okay. So maybe I posted some of those inspiring words that you see like yeah. on Instagram sometimes it's like <laughs> the wise man always says yeah. or the wise woman always thinks blah 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 yeah. that. but I mean, we get we're we're humans. We're moody people, yeah. and we sometimes post things on Facebook. Yeah, Facebook is like a diary for some yeah. people because not everybody yeah. feels the same way. But it's like a diary, right? And I think kind of almost to what you were hinting at earlier. I think uh, I would go back now, looking at it, and delete some of those things because sometimes I was a little too moody. Yeah, but I think it's just because at that time, and I know it's a cliche, and I know it's cheesy, but I didn't find myself yet yeah. even even in college even though by the time i was oh, about yeah. to graduate no, i was still trying still to think i'm like okay i know i want grad school but now where and how is that gonna impact my life and my family and all this stuff and so just seeing everything that i had posted seeing all the jobs that i had is crazy like i have a huge list and i'm showing yvette the, oh, end of wow. the list of like the different jobs yeah, that's... like that whole middle part is just my different jobs but a lot of it has been freelancing okay um the photos they brought back some good memories some of them brought back like kind of 
some of them are a little bit sad just because some friendships have ended. Yeah. And um, some of the messages, here's the thing, even to this day, I have never been much of a Facebook messenger person. Oh, like to talk to people? To talk to people, I'm, oh, just, yeah. I'm not. Like, I'd rather Same. just text somebody. And so my Facebook messages, when I saw it, I was kind of like laughing just because there's so few. <laughs> there's not so many. Just and, and that's just, and that's fine with me. You know, it really is fine. But I, I couldn't help but also think how everything here as far as your idea of privacy, not your, but I mean people's in general, of privacy, um, it could be questioned because this is tracking your life, basically. It's tracking yeah. your moves. Every, and yeah. even when you check in, I'm, uh, now I'm not saying it because I'm trying to play it safe. I don't like to check in too much just because it's like, it doesn't matter. Where, where right. I, I, and I feel the same way. Yeah. I think it's like, I'm not going to check into every restaurant that I go to, every right. someone's house that I'm at. Like, I think I my check-ins, there were only two, I think. Unless I was looking at it wrong, and it was the movies, I think, and okay. it was because somebody tagged me like that we were seeing. I know, I know, one of them I was at that movie, the premiere or something, and I tagged someone, and then there was another one, and I think someone tagged me or something like that. Yeah. But I don't, I'm, I, yeah, I don't make it a habit to check in somewhere because also like nobody cares about where I'm checking in. <laughs> I do see people check in to like every place they go to, right? Yeah, and right. I will repeat. Nobody cares, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> whatever. It's up to it's up yeah, to each his own. Are. Yeah, <laughs> to each his own. But or you know, I don't mind so much when okay. Like now, I feel like this is going to be my preference. When someone checks into like Disneyland, someone's at Disneyland. Okay, you're not going to check in every, to Disneyland every day, right? That if whatever you know. Yeah, if it's something special, sea World, yeah, whatever. I, I, like I'm cool with that. If, like if you are at. I don't know. You went to D.C. and you're at the Lincoln Memorial. Yeah. Okay. Unless you live in D.C. and you can go there every day. Yeah. Like, I, I'm cool with that. Yeah. I'm not going to like. I'm not cool. I, I if you it's not went, like I don't care about yeah, that. I'm not cool. But if, if you it's just every restaurant, in. unless unless it was the best restaurant, you know, in the city and you tried it yeah. and you have a lot to say. Yeah. I don't really care. But I, like we both said, it's each his own. Um, the thing is, because you do that, that that you're already opening up another world. That's why I don't like to do it. You're already opening up another world to like people knowing your every move. Right. And Facebook knowing your every move. And then from there, there's like there's um, adver advertisers and like people who will reach out. And I, maybe you don't mind. Maybe you don't care. But then when you hear about things like, you know, data getting released or, you know, getting in the hands of people you don't want it to. Like, I, I don't know. You kind of think about, well, whose fault is that? And you think about at least I know when I hearing the recent headlines about all this data and possible hackings and things like that, I, I, I can't help but think about. People, sad people, or you might even say sick people out there yeah. who dedicate their time to stalking people and say, you know what, if yeah. they can hack somebody's Facebook data, yeah. okay, they can know that so-and-so that she goes to this restaurant, she loves, yeah. she's checked in here seven times yeah. last year. Well, and you, if you think about like it, that's that. not even hacking. That's like, it's that's true. It's, that, it's public information at that point. You true. are you are putting that out there to all of your followers. And like, you know, if you're on vacation, whatever, you can do whatever you want. But the more that you're doing it, the more possibilities that opens. And, you know, you can have a private account. So maybe only your friends can see your every move or whatever you choose to share. But at that point, you're choosing to share it. So I don't think it's, I think it's, um, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't call that hacking. Right. Um, but like you said, yeah, that, yeah, if, if you, if you want people to know your every move, okay, well, Facebook is the platform. If you don't want people no. to know your every move. You're, no, you're absolutely right. It is not hacking. It's just putting it out there. And I know there might feel some sort of pressure that, but for some people, not for everybody, but for some people, they might feel they want to have, they want to feel like their life is, important. Well, you can make the argument, obviously, that every life is important, but they want to feel like, okay, hey, I'm doing all this fun stuff. I think we've heard about these articles before, yeah. how people put, especially on Instagram, I think we see a little bit more yeah. how, oh, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. At the same time, you are, if you're checking in, you know, every other day to every little thing that you're doing, you're definitely putting yourself out there for, and I'm not saying that, that bad people are just going to come automatically No, out there, but you are making yourself but, just a little more vulnerable. Yeah. Absolutely. We are. I guess we are because I do that too. Yeah. Um, not like my every move, but, you know. And, and also these uh, social platforms, uh, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, whatever, they've evolved. So now you have – because, you know, I used to think of them as – like I used to separate them. Like Facebook was for like, you know, posting big announcements or, you know, sharing something. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't post on Facebook every day or, you know, even every week at some sometimes. And then Instagram was for pictures and then Instagram and then – no, sorry. Snapchat was for like in the moment. Right. Then Instagram. Instagram got features like Snapchat. Now Facebook has features like Instagram yeah. and Snapchat. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, yeah. So now you can, even with Facebook now, and I, and I don't use that. I don't know. What is it called? Facebook?
Facebook stories. Is that yeah. what it's called? Yeah, I don't I don't really use it. I don't really look at anybody's because they're probably also on Instagram and Snapchat, so it's fine. Yeah. But um, yeah, now Facebook is giving you that. And I don't even, since I don't use it, I don't even know what the privacy with that is. Like, I don't know if you can do your location or if you can do, because with Instagram and even uh, Snapchat, like you have your locations on, so it kind of knows where you are. So yeah. Facebook, I don't know, it probably does that. Oh, but I do want to say Facebook also, because I have my uh, location settings, I think on my phone and I have them on for other reasons. I know that they're on and other apps can access. Like I kind of have an idea of that, but Facebook now is like so connected to my settings that when I go visit my family, when I'm in Orem and Provo, um, just like, you know, 40 minutes ish south of Salt Lake City, it like I get a little alert and it's like, welcome to Orem. Check out what your friends are doing here. Or when I drive back to Salt Lake City, I get an alert that says, welcome back to Salt Lake City. Like check out what your friends have been up to. And at first I was kind of like thrown off about it and I was a little scared and then I kind of connected the dots and I'm like okay well I have my location settings on I can turn those off and that you know I can solve this but for now I just I have them on because it does like you know I also get those alerts from Yelp and it'll be like hey there's this new restaurant near Uh, you and that I do want to (laughs) know but yes yeah still making yourself a little little more vulnerable making myself a little more vulnerable but um I guess still being a little bit aware yes that's important um with Facebook though are you are you concerned at all about your privacy? Um, no, because I think with Facebook, since I don't use it that much, um, I'm I'm really not. And even when I do sometimes check in, just because just because I want to have fun with it, it's not necessarily because I feel like I need to let people know exactly what I'm doing or things like that. I I I don't find it's I I find it almost as weird to say I almost find. Facebook more as a toy. I almost find it's like it's here to have fun. It's here to just kind yeah. of post a little bit and check out what's going on. But I don't use it every day. Now Twitter, that's different. Well, that's yeah. the, that's 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 an everyday thing. That mm-hmm. is something very vital. If I had to pick one, goodbye Facebook. So oh, that was going to so, be my next question. If you yeah. ever considered just completely getting off Facebook, uh, yes, okay. but 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 more in college. In college, there was you uh, would consider getting off. Facebook I was in no, college? I was yeah, I did consider when I even when I opened oh, like it, just leaving it for just good. leaving it. Yeah, there was there was a lot of little dramas going around, drama, drama. and uh, sometimes it's just better to like, okay, I don't need to be seeing all of this drama. And it, yeah. a lot of times, the drama didn't necessarily involve myself. Yeah, it involved people that I knew back then. Yeah, and you just. Don't like getting up or who likes getting up in the morning and seeing Facebook and then seeing that this drama is still going on. And then you yeah. have maybe two texts about the same thing. Oh and I know relationship issues, you know, they, they they exist all the time. But when you're bringing in other people and when you put it out on Facebook, that's that makes it really that makes it really tough. Not just for yourself because you're putting your information, you're putting basically your, your feelings, business. your business out there. But also consider your family and consider some of your friends that might be kind of involved with it because there have been too many times where you're almost having to pick sides. And it's like, really? you don't, yeah, just because somebody posted something and then you get somebody that texts you, you get a friend, I'm going to keep the names you know, with, without, without names. You get one friend that says, hey, can you believe that she posted this, blah, 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 blah. And then you get another friend that says, well, hey, did you see what she posted? I'm glad that she did that because he's oh, so wow. and so. This is too much. Because no, but it, and it happens. I'm yeah. sure it happens now with Instagram. Uh, you know, probably more so than anything else. Maybe maybe even more than Facebook nowadays. But that's when that was going on uh, during undergrad and grad school. Yeah. I considered just calling it off because it's like I don't want to look at this. And even the little times when I've had maybe okay, I had a disagreement with somebody that I was dating. I would never post it anything on social media. No, and I don't media. think you should. No, yeah. and and none of the none of the girls that I had they ever posted anything like okay, you know we're we're kind of trying to figure things out and it's like that. No, because no, this I think is that's nobody's our business. business. Right, all you got to do is check business. that. What is you know how Facebook has that? It's complicated. Yeah. Box. that's yeah. all you had to do. Yeah. If you wanted but to, even the, but even that, oh even that opens up a can of worms. Yeah, because I think when you when you change your status, people can comment. So like if yeah. you're in a relationship, people can comment. So I don't. know. I think when it's complicated, people can comment. So people will be like, oh, what happened? But the thing is, you open that like Facebook has. Like I kind of understand when people talk about privacy and I and I get it, but with Facebook and I'm not like completely on board with like them tracking all of my data, but th- at the same time I understand. I know yeah. I know why they're doing it because I'm allowing them to. So I know a lot of people that have Facebook accounts and never post anything 
their privacy is because they like they have all the privacy in the world because they have the account it exists to connect with other people right. because you know you meet people around the world you meet you have family in a, different places and so Facebook is just it's great for that and and then you get to keep up with people depending on what they're sharing yeah. but you don't have to share anything Absolutely. you don't have to um, you don't even have to put because I know Facebook asks you like for your birthday for your gender for you don't have to put any of that I don't think that you I mean may, uh, maybe some of them but you don't have to put your hometown your current city you don't not that all of that can be completely private and you don't have to post anything. Yeah. If something's going on in your life and you don't want people to know, you don't have to do it. If you don't want to check in somewhere, you don't have to do it. If you don't want to connect yeah. to any apps, you don't have to do it. It's all a choice. And I think once when when it when we lose that choice, that's the problem. And I don't think we've lost that choice completely because we still have control over our settings and and what we post. And um, yeah, and, and maybe like like we're talking about you know the importance of this, but sometimes some, maybe some people don't care because I also know people who um, will share a lot yeah. because Facebook is the platform for that, so they will share every move, you know, drama or just like I'm here eating this and I'm doing that, and and this because they that's because they want to, and if they're getting feedback, like if they're getting likes and comments, it's like it's fueling it, so. Yeah. Maybe we kind of don't care for it, but other pe- but they do, and the people that they know do, and kind of encourage it. And so, do to you, each his own again, right? Do you, do you think it's almost kind of well? I guess two questions. One, I was going to ask you, have you ever considered deleting it completely? But also, mm-hmm. do you think that some people use it almost as I hate to use the term, but I don't know what other term is as therapy almost. Like they kind of feel like this is the microphone. Ah. We all have been given this microphone that's Facebook here, or this megaphone, even I should say. Here, I need to say say this or whatnot. Do you think that's hmm. the case? Well, to answer your first question, I um, I forgot that I had deactivated my account at one point. Oh, okay. um, so if I can't, I can't, I did, it's in my data somewhere and it told me exactly when, like the date, I can't remember. I haven't done it for years. I think the last time it was deactivated, I was in college and it wasn't for any reason. I just kind of didn't want, I think it was more of like a challenge at that point. Like, yes, I can, I cannot have, fa- I cannot use Facebook or something. I cannot have it or not check it. Right. And I did. And I went, I think at one point I went a good six months didn't nice. miss it. Didn't, you know, it was fine. Whatever. Then I was back and, hey, I'm back. Whatever. Yeah. Um, and ever since then, I didn't, I haven't deleted it. Um, because if I really don't want to know what's going on, I can just not open up the Facebook. And some days I won't open up Facebook. Sometimes I will several times a day just because I want to know what's happening. And to to your point earlier about people and their drama and people posting things, I learned a while back that you can be friends with somebody and unfollow them. And so you don't see any of their posts right. because, you know, there, there were certain people that I uh, didn't want to unfriend because I didn't want to seem like, whoa, what's what's my beef with you or anything. Yeah. But I didn't care about their posts every single day, every hour. So yeah. all like we're still friends, but I don't have to see that stuff now. So I think l- learning about little settings like that, I was just kind of like, OK, I can still be on here and still see what I want to see. Cater. You can cater your um, timeline or whatever your feed. I don't know. It's one or the other. But. You can cater to your settings. And so ever since then, yeah, I don't. So I don't think at this point, like completely deactivate it for good. I don't think so because I also, I I mostly use it to connect with people. So I'm seeing, I uh, connect with family. Um, I have a lot of friends in different places now that I've lived in other places. And so Facebook I can I can see what they're up to. I can see that they are um, having a baby or I can see that they uh, got a promotion, things like that through Facebook. So no, I don't think so, but because I don't I don't have like too many issues with Facebook. Um so yeah, I don't I don't yeah, I wouldn't consider that. At least right now I say that. Okay. And as to your other question about therapy, yes, I think some people do because like you said it's it's a platform. It's a platform and and it's a, it's a tool. So I think you can use it to it's, I mean it's made for a bunch of different things. You can use it to start a conversation about something political, something in your community, something, you know, getting something out there, getting feedback from friends um uh, oh, I love like if you obviously if you um, want to see a movie or read a book or something, you can look it up on the Internet. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's different hearing from people, you know, so you can look it up on Google and, you know, read an article or see what other people are saying or go to Reddit or something like that. But when you post something like that on Facebook, you start a conversation about like, hey, I just saw this movie. What did everybody think? Or I'm, you know, I've been told to read this book or whatever. Like I'm, I'm trying to buy a car. What are some just some ju- sorry, some suggestions right. from friends that know about cars? whatever facebook is a perfect platform for that it's a tool so 
yeah, I think I think you can use it for that. Or, and I've seen people to use it for that. But there's also people who, like I said earlier, it's a diary. So they're like, today sucks. <laughs> Today's good. Like yeah. or, or whatever yeah. it is. And I'm not, like it's it's your like it's your diary. It's your Facebook. So you Teach can. Zone, right? Yeah. You can post whatever you want. And and. Um, and yes, it's it's used as therapy, I believe. And because they get feedback, like, do you think if somebody was posting something every day, every hour, whatever, and nobody ever liked or commented on it, they would keep doing it after like they would after seven years later, they'd still be posting their drama. Or they said, no, it's because people fuel and people comment and people like and when there's drama and someone's like, yeah, you're totally right. Or when someone's like or when someone is like, this is one of my views, when someone tries to be mysterious on Facebook and try like to basically say something's wrong, but with without saying something's wrong and then right. someone asks what's wrong right. and then they're like oh nothing <laughs> like no, you know you want yeah. people to you know things like mm. that so uh yes people use it as therapy but because they can and because other people allow them to yeah. um it's 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 your own yeah uh, <laughs> life for, I, I, guess. I, I guess for me uh, my advice would be to people and i know i'm probably sounding like like the old man here or whatnot <laughs> but I think for the younger people, for people, you know, whether it's 12, 13, you know, tweens, teens, whatever. Is Facebook uh, still have an age limit thing? I don't know. Okay. But if if there are kids that have these accounts, um, just to kind of, yeah, be careful about putting all your Your information, your information, your, your, even your little drama, things like that. I think, and not saying that it gets easier as an adult, um, but I think we learn, obviously, Naturally, we mature more and we learn how to deal with any one of our issues uh, in a better way instead of posting, you know, math sucks or whatever or or, or even worse things, you know, yeah. uh, on social media. So I think for me, it's always I'm, I'm cool with Facebook. Like, hey, Facebook, do what you want on Facebook. Yeah. Um, just try to keep away as much drama as possible. And, you know, not just for other people. I don't want it to make it sound like we're just trying to be all self here, but for yourself, for your own, for your own health. Because you will look back, like I'm looking back at some of the things that I posted. I didn't post anything that was anything bad, but I'm looking at the year and I'm looking at the day that it yeah. was. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't the shell that I that I was now. Like right. I was much. Yeah, I was much more immature. And this is me still even in college. Yeah, I was still same. not not knowing what I wanted in life. I still felt in a way kind of frustrated because I felt like okay, I'm am I, I'm achieving something, but I don't feel like I'm still there. I hadn't felt like I made it. Yeah. And I think for a lot of kids they sometimes feel like, you know, I need to prove myself or I need to do this or right. whatever. Right. And Facebook also contributes to that because you see everybody else exactly. around you That's and you, you feel that pressure and yeah. so it's it's I mean it could be motivating motivating, it could be discouraging, it could be encouraging, whatever. Um yeah, yeah Facebook serves as Facebook is just so I don't know. <laughs> so there's just so much to it. I thought about this once and it's it's kind of a weird thought. Tell me what like I'm good about to go completely off. Okay, go off real here. But um cuz we're talking about privacy and so and in nowadays most people have Facebook. There's probably still people that you know that have Facebook, but a majority of the people you know probably have Facebook. Right. More more so than not, right? Correct. Okay. So what would you think about a world, and I'm, maybe I'm not too far off, but what would you think about a world where everybody had a Facebook or something like a Facebook? Every single person, no matter what, like like a birth certificate. It's basically like, you know, at birth you are given an account or whatever, okay. and it registers things, you know, so there's stuff that you want to share. Like there's like, you know, diary entries or yeah. just like feelings, whatever. That That's optional, but everything else is kind of like a must like let's say you let like right now you meet somebody and it's totally normal for you to be like okay well i want to know more about that person like what like my new coworker or um yeah. you know a friend or whatever you you know you look them up in this like na- international system i'm just like being crazy wow. here international system you find them and then you can see uh things that are it's like a big data place like, yeah kinda, like in, it's like, like, like uh, in black panther like when they go down and there's like just a big bunch of like technology yes, that's how I'm like, picturing it yes now. oh yes okay. thank you you're on board okay <laughs> yes. so something like that and mm-hmm. you you basically you find you know do, 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 you find whoever you're looking for okay. and then you can see things like like there's like obviously like like i said optional things that you can see but um like achievements or something but you do generally see date of birth or maybe not date of birth because some people like okay never mind we're not we're talking about privacy but we're yes. talking about like an it being stretched okay so you see date of birth home like birthplace um Lived in so many cities, uh, graduated from or attended this school, did not graduate, um, worked here or currently works here. Um, like, I don't know, I'm trying to think of what else Facebook knows. Like, um, 
relationship status, um, right. circle of friends, like close friends, family members, exactly. um, or like parents, or um, I don't know, just like a bunch of things like that. And that was completely normal. Like, what if, that, like, what if it, like, can you picture a day when that we don't have an option? And that is just the reality that. Yes, there are certain things that you can share, like extras, but generally, if you want to know something about someone, you just, you go through this database, which maybe, maybe, you know, is Facebook, and bam, you find out what you want to know. I think it's, I think it's definitely possible. I, and I know some people might think that, oh, no, there's no way that that, something like that can happen. Well, it's we've like seen low key happening. Yeah. That's, and, like, and, and no, you're exactly, you're going where, yeah. where I was going to go. It's like, we're, we're semi there in a sense of like even looking at all the stuff that's in front of me with my Facebook data. Uh-huh. I'm sure somebody can can get this information. Yeah. Um, and and I, to some extent. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I, I think it's definitely I think it's definitely possible. I think it's something that I, I feel would it be a world that I would necessarily want to live in. I don't know. Probably yeah. probably not so much because I think part of just being human in general is is, is that mystery of trying to discover whether it's you know a, a new friend your new coworker yeah. a partner is that discovery is the asking of questions if seeing is is that discovering together and if that wasn't there if you kind of already knew that this person kind of liked everything or your coworker kind of did all this or whatnot then where's that sort of where's that discovery it's I mean I, I there. think it could still exist you know it's like maybe like it's like I hope it never gets to a point where you don't even have to ask questions because it's just, everything you want to know is right there um, but even for some people, it's like a starting point. Like think about like um, I can't remember the last person I befriended on Facebook, honestly. But when I do befriend somebody, I do. I'm like, oh, now that we're friends, like whether I added them or they added me, I'm going to go look at because my, my personal page is private. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I'm not I think there's a certain privacy setting where you someone can't even search your name like you won't come up. I'm not that one. I'm just like you can see my page. You can see my profile picture. And I think maybe my city or something. Mm-hmm. But you can't see any of my posts and you can't see any of my pictures unless we're friends. And and I, I do it like that because to me it's different than Twitter. Twitter is like I use more for work and, yeah. and it's I don't think it should be as private. Um, Facebook I've had since I was 19. And so I have pictures up um, of friends and certain posts of like personal achievements or just like sh- things that I'm sharing with other people. So I do think like we have to be friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and so but then when I when you know, once I befriend somebody officially on Facebook, I'll, I'll um, if I have a second, yeah, I'll go look. I'll look through their page and I'm like, oh, I want to see their pictures. I want to see like more. I want to learn more about them because Facebook is a platform to do that. Yeah. And and um, I remember when I was in college, I don't remember which class it was. It was a communication class, though. The professor, the first day of school, he asked the whole class. He asked, like, did anybody in this, because, you know, you know who your professor's going to be. You know the name of them. He asked, did anybody in this class look me up on Facebook? And nobody was like, no, nobody did. And he's like, I looked every single one of you up because he has his roster, you know. Mm-hmm. So he looked every single person up and he knew things about people depending on their privacy status. And mm-hmm. yeah. And it's crazy. And yeah. and I mean, it was a journalism class. So, yes, it's a little more about journalism and doing your research. Yeah. And so but I can tell you, I can promise you. Well, maybe I can't promise you, but I can tell you, like, I'm 85 percent certain that a lot of the people that I know, maybe it's my generation, maybe it's just my group of friends. A lot of people that I know will at least attempt to look someone up on Facebook, right. um, whether it's coworkers, people they're interested in, um, people that they know, like family members when they you know connect or whatever, because it's that it's out there. It right. exists. And it's private to some extent, but some, you know, for some people, it's not private at all. So it's like a way into somebody's life. Sounds a little scary, but at the same time, it's out there. It's part of our reality, and we just gotta embrace it. So I'm, I'm, I'm on board. I mean, I'm on board with it. But for me, I, I always try to. The less drama, the better. Yeah, I think that's the that's the most important part. And and the less drama you can try to make for other people the better as well. And that's why for me, a lot of my posts, especially, I think especially since over the past three years now, have been just a lot of things like, hey, you know, go out there, I'm feeling good or, you know, this quote from Michael Jordan or something like that. Because that just because for me, you know, I enjoy it. I I feel like I'm going to use Facebook for something positive. I'm not going to put in my drama. No, I still go through drama in the sense of like, all right, there's little things you hear like little chief mess or you hear like, oh, friends doing this or the family that's going local like like como siempre but i'm not going to put any of that there and not because okay yeah because yeah part of it it is private but at the same time who is that benefiting that's not going to benefit anybody what because my it may be made me feel good for like five minutes that i put out oh okay now people know know this and, and i feel good about letting that letting that information out and like no that's not worth it so for me it's i'm just trying to be positive with it but still looking back at it 
<laughs> I'm just going back and thinking, wow, there are a lot of interesting messages uh, <laughs> that have been passed around. <laughs> uh, not bad, but just like uh, college stuff. It's just a lot of yeah. college stuff. Yeah, just I like, haven't gone through all the messages. Um, yeah. I looked through some and some of them made me laugh. Some of them I just skimmed over because I don't care about. Yeah. Um, but Some of them are just like, wow, this was 2008. I'm looking at it. Yeah, like, but in a way, isn't it kind of nice that that's out there and you can reminisce on it? Yeah, it is. I think it, Facebook kind of serves for that too when memories come up and yeah. it'll be like a year ago today or two years ago today I kind of look forward to that when I open my Facebook so yeah. it's like we've said a million times in this conversation to each his own um, but um, yeah just be careful and uh, use it for the good I bet it's always good to disconnect Disconnect from work. Disconnect sometimes. You sometimes need to just disconnect from social media. You yeah. just need to just you just need to get away, and it doesn't even have to necessarily be going somewhere. It just can be a staycation or things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes that's a, yeah. Sometimes that's tough, especially depending on what job you have. It's tough to disconnect. In our business, it's sometimes a little bit tough to disconnect just because the news doesn't stop. We have to continue, and we are obviously looking through. Twitter, we're looking through Facebook, we're always checking in on our certain apps to see what's going on. So disconnecting is tough sometimes with work, but there are, according to one New York City councilman, he is concerned that some jobs are taking advantage of our ability to not disconnect. So this month, New York City Councilman Rafael Espinal introduced a bill dubbed the Right to Disconnect. So if it passes, the law will protect employees in the city from being penalized by their jobs for not responding to emails and other digital messages outside of work. So obviously you're carrying your phone and you see your email. Most of the time, I think a lot of people will at least look at it just to see out of the curiosity factor. There are some people who do not do this, who will just like let it be. But I didn't realize there were some places that are actually getting punished or that some people might be saying, hey, why didn't you check that email? If it's a Saturday, you can make the case that, hey, it's Saturday. Yeah. So hmm. I have a lot of questions, but go on. <laughs> yeah. And, and so there is a new book out now uh, that is revealing how technology, unrealistic expectations are making us sick. And in fact, this author is saying that, that quote unquote, your boss is working you to death. So hmm. the book is called Dying for a Paycheck, How Modern Management Harms Employee Health and Company Performance and What Can We Do About It? So the argument here, we won't get into the whole book or whatnot, but so the argument here is, Based on emails, on texts, on social media, things like that, your company, your boss, it doesn't have to be everybody. It could be just one person that is within that job is kind of tracking you and is hoping to an extent that they that they can you can help them from everything from reading the emails, from continuing working when it is actually your time to check out. And so this is causing more stress and it's impacting, especially said workers in service, retail, professional jobs. And he says it's causing actually people to continue to get sick. Some even, this is his claim, uh, to die a premature death due to stress, which obviously we know stress can cause everything from heart disease, things like that. Yeah. So with this in mind, and we've heard this throughout these past, especially like it feels like this past 10 years, we've heard a lot more about places are overworking people and there's nothing they can do. and, And meanwhile, salaries are not being raised. Salaries are still the, yeah, yeah. Sal- salaries are still the same, but mm-hmm. you're getting double the work. So to lead this question, or to lead us to say this segment, have you, Yvette, ever had a job where you felt like you were being overworked? Just to start off, <laughs> simple question. But um, ooh, uh, you don't have to mention the company name. D- well, define overworked. Like what? Well, whatever think, you define I as think... overwork. Because I think we all know, like we all have had at least a job where you feel like you've done maybe a little bit extra, yes. but you don't necessarily think it's. You do it because you love it or you do it because of this. But maybe, I don't know about you, maybe you haven't had this experience or maybe you have, you've had a job where you felt like, okay, I uh, I shouldn't really be doing this. Well, I don't know why I'm being asked to do this because I need to have my free time or yeah. I feel like they're kind of taking advantage of me. And sometimes that can be kind of confused with uh, they trust me. Yeah. I think that happens a lot where people think, oh, well, they trust me. That's why they give me these responsibilities. Well, there's a fine line between, yeah, you're the most trusted person yeah. and also – you might be the quote-unquote sucker that will yeah. would do it anyway. Oh, well, okay. So my immediate thought is yes. Yes, I have felt overworked in the past. Not to the point where I'm like stressed. Well, yes, stressed, but not to the point where I feel um, physically 
overworked, I guess I could say. Um, but yes, overworked. Yeah. Um, and I think it's because or I think it's been because I consider myself a hard worker and I like to get a job done. And I have felt and I've talked to other people about this as well. So I know I'm not alone here. I have felt that because I can get the job done, I can get more jobs done. I can get more work done. And so it's kind of like um, a, what is it? I just totally lost the word. Um, like, uh, what is it? Like when, when something's good, but like, it's like, it, like, and then it's not good. Like a catch 22. Yeah. Okay. That, that might, that might apply. Okay. Um, so yes, I felt in, 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 in previous jobs, I've felt that I can get the job done and I felt like I've proved that I can get the job done. And then from there, more work is added because, you know, Hey, Yvette can do it. She's, she's probably really good for it. And so, yes, there's then there's the initial, it's a mix of, or it was, I guess a mix of, okay, cool. Like I'm getting more responsibilities and oh man, I'm getting more responsibilities. Okay. I'm being trusted more. Am I going to be able to do this? Um, okay. How, or how am I going to be able to do this? So I have felt that, um, but never to the point where, I guess I ended up in the doctor's office because of it. Right. Um, and I also learned I've had I've had some good mentors in the past who have sort of explained to me how I can prove myself and and do work hard and do a good job, but also draw the line. Nice. And so I, I appreciate that. And I hope I, I continue to get more mentors like that. And I'm not saying I've I've not drawn the line. I, I have at the at some point like not drawn a line. And then I have. So it's just it's been a balance. Um and I'm I'm pretty young. I'm you know, pretty young. I consider myself pretty young. <laughs> so I know some people probably won't. I I'm twenty seven. So I haven't been in the workforce for too long. I I mean I've I've been working since I was like 14, 15. Um, but in the professional, like full time setting, like after a degree and everything, it hasn't been too many years. So I, I would, I guess I could say I still have a long way to go and a lot of things to learn about work and responsibilities and how to accept them and how to delegate other things when I'm at a certain point or things like that. But no, like overworked like that to that extent. To the extent that maybe you've thought about quitting, never? Um, I have okay. So the the job I, I worked retail at one point when I was um in college. I worked retail, and I think a little bit in high school too. And I hated retail, mm-hmm. and I was just so obsessed some days. And I, and I I mean I'm like I could put on a smile, and you know customer service will come out, and so that uh, maybe that's why you know I I would get more responsibility or whatever. But I just did not like the way things were run. Things are the I think the person in charge ran things where I was in retail. And so some days, like <laughs> some days I would like, I'd be like, this is the day. This is the day <laughs> that I'm going to be like, I quit. I can't do this anymore. I hate you all. And then I didn't hate everybody, you know, but I, I, I vividly had I that. I see you just like standing up and being like. <laughs> and like I'd be folding things and I'd be like, this is the day that I'm going to, I'm going to like throw all this stuff to the ground and be like, you pick it up. You do it. I can't take it anymore. Um, I, yes, I, I, and <laughs> I had, the, I promise you, I had those thoughts more than once. And then I always thought, no, if I do that, I can't come back to the store. <laughs> like, I can't shop here. So I can't do that. And also, I my reputation means a lot to me. Like, my what my past employers say about me and my work ethic, that right. means a lot to me. So I never wanted to leave somewhere on bad terms. So hopefully that never happens. Yeah. <laughs> but I had that thought so many times. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if it was because I was overworked. Yeah, I guess I was overworked sometimes when I'm like, why do I have to do all of this? Because I can do all of this because I do a good job. Like, like we used to have to... Um, clean rooms like um like the i'm not gonna name the place but my good friends know where it is um there were uh several rooms within the store and so you would sometimes i'd be assigned to like uh, at the end of the night like you want to make sure the store looks amazing and so you're folding and hanging and sorting and you know and so sometimes i'd get more than one room like or i'd I'd, or i'd be like in the fitting rooms and with a room and like you know sometimes there's and i wasn't the only one it was you know a lot of us felt like that Mm. But I don't think it was I like 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 some people are overworked, like especially in this article. I don't think I ever hit that point and I hope I never do. But I have not. I can't say that. Yes, I've been overworked to an extent, but not to that physical like I ended up in the ER or I saw a therapist because of how bad it affected me. Um, what about you? Oof. Uh, for me, yeah, there's been there's been a few jobs where I felt like like I was overworked. But kind of to the, what you were saying, I, I guess for me. It wasn't necessarily that much pride. It's just I felt like I would be letting people down mm-hmm. if I just decided just to quit. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never quit a job necessarily. And when I have, it's been because, but in good terms, it's always been like yeah, I, I put in my two weeks and, and things like that. But not there, yeah, there's been, there's been a few times and I know 
one kind of stands out more than the other, but I loved the people in that job that I had that I could never, even though there were moments where it's like, that's it. Today is the day that I'm just going to stop and I'm just going to tell my supervisor, you know what? I think I think I'm done here. Mm-hmm. But the people that were depending on me uh, for this job uh, at the university level, I think for those friends that are listening, that kind of gives it away. Yeah, it's I, I just I, I, I couldn't because I felt like I would be letting so many people down. Mm-hmm. And, and and yeah, I know my boss would be would be disappointed. But in a way, I wasn't necessarily mad at this person or anything like that. But I just I knew that person would understand. So I wasn't too concerned about about that one, but it was the other people mm-hmm. that were in, that were a part of of what I was doing, and it's tough. It's tough because you feel like, okay, what's the line between my own health, my own well being mentally, yeah. and this idea of like letting other people down because they might not be let down. They just could be like, okay, Joel's time was up. That's yeah, it. He you know, we're to gonna miss him. Like, who else? Can yeah, work with us now? but yeah. you feel that, especially in a job that you feel passionately about like you 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 get it but at the same time little by little health-wise it might not be the best thing and that's how I felt with this job I felt sometimes I love it because I know what the people what I mean what it means to the people to help them out but at the same time it is very very stressful and then I was going to grad school at the same time Mm -hmm. so that was added on top of that Uh, but I never reached that point where okay I was gonna knock on my boss's door I just had thoughts yeah I've had thoughts but I moved on. And even then under when I was working freelancing, there were a lot of times where I did think, okay, I can't keep doing this anymore. Like I need health insurance. I need something Mm -hmm. stable. But for me, it wasn't so much of letting people down. It was more the idea of, okay, but what am I going to do after this? Like, like, so it was just like not knowing the next step. Yeah. It wasn't the next step because I very normal. Yeah. And so I felt like, because I had my degree in professional technical writing, but I was doing sports writing. If I stopped doing sports writing, I couldn't necessarily jump back into technical writing because I had never had a job other than my internship than to do technical writing. So I probably was not going to get hired and I was probably going to take some other kind of job. I already was thinking worst case scenario mm-hmm. and maybe I shouldn't have been doing that. I was maybe a little too paranoid at that time, but this was what I was thinking in the moment. But I think a lot of people, that's why they keep the jobs that are stressful. They decide to stay with them because they think about that's almost, uh, I don't want to say paranoia, but they worry about what is the next step. So I'm going to list off some of the most stressful jobs uh, in 2018, according to CBS News. That's what just came out uh, about a month ago, two months ago, excuse me. So one of them is senior corporate executive. I don't know anything about that because I'm not a senior corporate, but... There well, is in a- my experience... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> but I guess, you know, obviously the responsibility. That's what they mentioned. Yeah, the, makes the, sense. Uh, another one, uh, public relations executive. Okay, okay. So, yeah, okay. Yeah, just dealing Especially, with Especially, like, depending on who you're the public relations executive for. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, maybe having to write things late at night or something. Yeah. And, or just yeah. on who you're representing and what, the, like, the kind of... Uh, backlash maybe they they may be facing or working on a big project or you know oh yeah definitely and then broadcasters so breaking news can require broadcasters to work outside their traditional nine to five workday we're not broadcasters but i think that should yeah that i think might be expanded to journalists in general yeah i think so um because yeah i know a lot of people who are not broadcasters but are journalists and don't work nine to five and even if they're scheduled to work nine to five they don't work nine to five they work a lot of hours outside of that no, and then uh, reporter is the next one. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. You might as well just put journalists in yeah. the group together. Oh, but I'm um, just now, now this is just... A, yes, it's true. Yeah, and then I'm just going to say just the, the difference between what a broadcaster and journalist makes in pay is uh, quite a bit. Uh, that's all I'll say. Yeah, <laughs> I think a lot of us know that. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's also different work. It's, yeah. It's both, or all of it's stressful, but it is, I guess it does, it, you know, I, I will admittedly say I can't go on camera. So I can't make that on camera money, you know. Um, Uh, Event coordinator. Just the pressure of, okay, you have this big wedding to plan. Yeah. You know, I've always kind of wanted to do that. Really? Yeah. Like wedding plan or an event coordinator in general? Um like events yeah weddings um you know just like like big stuff like i'm talking like having a microphone right. <laughs> and i'm like you know yes well, cue the music well, like no, cue well, the, yeah now leading now talking about this do you feel there are some people who who don't want the stress in the sense of like a deadline do you yeah. feel like you're somebody who thrives a little bit more on a deadline knowing that like okay 
on June, whatever, I have to have this ready? Yeah. Um, I don't know if I thrive on a deadline. Deadlines just keep me disciplined because if it were up to me and certain things, like there's a lot of things that I want to do. And if there's no deadline, I'm never going to get to it. And I also, I admittedly am a procrastinator sometimes. And so, yes, the deadline, if, if, there, if not for a deadline, when would this stuff get done and I'm not talking about everything you know but yeah a lot of things I being in this field I think we're just used to deadlines and the pressure of deadlines um but I, I sometimes they I think they're more flexible sometimes um so like it's not like you you as my manager would tell me right now hey I need you to do this huge project and the deadline is two hours from now no I think at least in my experience the deadline has usually been a little bit reasonable so let me if it's breaking news and yeah you expect something quick but you also just expect the brief you don't expect a lot more than that if it's a bigger project then yes the deadline's going to be pushed to a different date um so at least in my experience i know that for some people that's not the case um yeah deadlines are kind of scary but but you know what like thinking about this and think like some of the stuff that you have listed off um and like you know how you obviously we're in journalism so i've been a reporter and i've you know worked in this and so i yes i've been stressed a lot of times and even when you mentioned the event coordinator and and i said that that's you know i've thought about one day you know i mean not actually going to just in the past i've thought oh that'd be something cool to do maybe some people are drawn to stress and to pressure and because if i think about it i that adrenaline rush yeah like to me it's an adrenaline and i'm not saying it's always great sometimes yes you know you've worked election nights you've worked um i mean i've worked breaking news in chicago it is you know some days are crazy and it's stressful but there's also that adrenaline for for some of us um and sometimes yeah that adrenaline i thrive off of that adrenaline and i'm stressed but i can't imagine not being stressed at all i think in a weird way stress completes me and well i think it challenges you because I yes think, thank you that's yeah, a better word i don't i don't I, like stress i but. think about I, I even think about the project that you just did recently uh with the international women's day which by the way if you haven't seen it go to casal.com <laughs> yeah no it, it's great great job there thanks but you set out the goal there was a deadline for this one because it was yeah. pretty quick it had to be done pretty quick and you had to get all the yeses and and, and start going through there but I did notice, at least to me, it seems like you definitely enjoyed it. You enjoyed taking did, the camera yeah. out there, you know, interviewing certain people out there and then putting this all together, working those hours to put, to edit the video and things like that. Yeah, I think some people do thrive. I know for me, I do thrive off that new challenge. So that's why I'm trying with other projects and, and, and things like that. I think about even when I was freelancing and or actually when I was working with uh, SB Nation, sometimes I had to get up at three in the morning because yeah. the team signed somebody. And, right. and But you know what? I didn't see it as, oh, my goodness, it's three in the morning. I need to write. Yeah. I liked it because I'm like, yes, first of all, I was selfish because, yeah, I love my team. I want my team to do well. Yeah. But at the same time, okay, I felt, at least in my mind, people are depending on me for this story to and come out. And that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. But in a way, it's uh, th- it's motivating, right? Oh, oh yeah. It's, yeah, it definitely is. Like, And you just, you're like, all right, let me get my, let me get a little cafecito and we're starting. Yeah. And I don't know. Sometimes I think about like now that we're, you know, you had mentioned being overworked before and I had said like not to that extent, but like I started thinking about it a little bit more in this conversation. <laughs> and yes, there were certain days that I felt completely overworked or that there were there were um, in, in different jobs, but there were just more. Um, there was like another assignment, another responsibility. And I kind of thought, oh, like I stressed out in that moment and I'm like, oh man, how am I going to get this done? And how, and and how do they expect me to get, okay. But I think it's also, it was also pride because in my head, I'm like, well, I can't not get it done. I can't be the one that didn't get it done. I can't be like, if they gave it to me, it's because they know I can do it. Um, They're not trying to set me up to fail because then we all fail. And so I don't want to say like I don't want to draw like like I do want to draw a line but I don't want to draw a line that says I can't do this you know and and even if and and it's not saying I can't do this it's saying I well I also don't want it to be I don't want to do this like I'm not lazy Mm -hmm. I'm I'm driven and I can do this and I can do everything that you throw at me and and that's kind of a bad thing sometimes. Sometimes I, I, I was motivated and I felt excited and stressed, but there was that adrenaline. And when I got it done, it was kind of like, yes, see, I knew I could do it. Right. But then it's also kind of like, oh, yeah, well, you probably do more too. Here, here's more. Um, and <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and that's a fine balance. To, to, right. Yeah, like because, knowing when, because also, how do you know? Well, I don't even know if anyone can answer this. How do you know it's you're being overworked or you're, or you're trying to coast? How do you know that? That's really, and that's tough. No, like, that's a good question. Because, because 
as humans, we can do a lot of things that, you know, we sometimes don't know what we're capable of, but we have so much power and so much knowledge. And, you know, even we have to like dig deep for it sometimes, but it exists. Like we are extraordinary creatures. So we can do a lot, but like, how do you know? And plus some people can do more than others. So how do you right. know, like, you I, know, like one person may feel overworked, but one doesn't like, mm-hmm. does that mean the other one's lazy? Or does that mean the other one's just like no. <laughs> extraordinary? Like, what does that mean? That, that is tough to define. I think an answer for and every 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 case is individual every person's individual obviously so i think some people say oh well you should definitely you know know your limits and you should know your limits i think the sooner you begin to recognize what your limit is when it comes to work the better you'll understand and there's nothing wrong with admitting you know what i'm a little i'm a little tired or you know what i think this week i'm not going to be able to do this and communicate that yeah. i think for a lot of us or or some people i should say they feel like, oh, well, it's a sense of pride. It's a sense, yeah. Of course, yes, everybody has their their sense of pride. But there is nothing wrong with saying, you know what, I think I'm tapped out for this week. Or, you know what, I think I'm going to skip out on this or whatnot. And it doesn't make you a bad – it doesn't make you a bad employee. It doesn't mean that you're not a teammate. It just means that, you know what, I think, I think I'm not going to be able to give my best with this. But I think some employ some employers – Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, like, you made all the sense in the world right now, but – But some employers some might employers, not see that. Yeah. Then – you try to do your best to communicate to them and saying, you know what? Like, I, I am overworked. I think I, I, maybe you have to use the right words, too. Right. And can't like you can't make it seem like you are because, I mean, I, yeah, I think you're right. And I don't think it's being lazy. Um, I mean, obviously, it depends on the person, but it's it's OK to tap out and it's OK to put your your health and your your physical and mental health first. And, and especially when you are overworked. But I guess you've got to communicate those exact words yeah. or words that actually convey that meaning. Like, no, I don't want to go on vacation. Right? No, no, I, like I, I can't do it. If you want me to keep doing stuff like this, you need to give me this break. Yeah. Um, I remember uh, we talked about this a while back, actually, um, in October. Do you remember that um, the worker who clocked in one hundred and fifty nine hours of overtime in a month oh, and yes. then she died yes do you remember the story was that like from japan right yes so mm-hmm. it was tokyo so um yeah it was a, a journalist, <laughs> a young journalist. Oh. and I, remember I even shared this story to my friends because i just wanted people to know like hey guys take a break if, if you need to um yeah i was a, a young journalist for japan's state-run broadcaster uh she spent the summer of 2013 frantically covering two local elections in tokyo mm-hmm. and over the course of a month she clocked 159 hours of overtime and she rarely took weekends off she worked until midnight every night and on her birthday june 26 she emailed her parents who i'm reading this uh new york times article by the way um she emailed her parents who thought that she sounded weak and not a month later just days after the second election she died of congestive heart failure and she was 31 years old wow that's young yeah and and that happened and so then like the it's it's a a new york times piece um i remember we we talked about this and we i think we posted on our site too um and it talked about i think kuroshi i think that's how you say it so it's it's an example of kuroshi and apparently that's death from overwork that's a thing people wow kuroshi (laughs) there's actually a verb to this so death from overwork yeah Yeah. um you know we're seeing some we're sometimes seen as the country that works the most According to the, especially a lot of Europeans, they'll say, oh, Americans are always doing yeah. work. I don't well, know if that's true. I mean, I don't know if that's true either, but I do like work is a lot of my work is most of my week yeah. and most of my, not, not most of my day, but most of my week. Mm-hmm. And it's how I make a living. <laughs> like it's, I, I, I do. I, I will admit I think about work a lot, but I think it depends on the type of work you do too. Like, yeah, because there are some jobs that you can Check out like yeah. it's the weekend. Bye, people. I'll see you Monday yeah. at nine or whatever with us. I it, I don't think it applies because yeah. we do have to just kind of know what's happening. And even if we're not working, you kind of have to kind of be in the know. And maybe you don't have to know every single detail about every single right. thing. But if I mean, if it's a big event and you know we we can't plan out when these big events are going to happen, um, with like other than like elections and stuff. But like at a, some big breaking news event. Kind of just have to know about it. And if you're not working, well, cool. I guess you're not working. But depending on who you work for or your brand, your social media brand, you may have to start working. You may not. It depends. And and you know how you mentioned earlier broadcasters and reporters being some of the most stressful jobs? Well, I think as far as like uh, storytellers sometimes in general, you I've known people and, and I've been there before too. When you aren't working, let's say whatever, you're on your day off, you're out with your friends and family, you stop at a restaurant, you have a conversation with a stranger and then they're like, they tell you something and you're like, oh, that's a great story. I got it. You're, you're working in a sense. You're yeah. not completely on vacation. You're not completely on your weekend. You're kind of working and, and maybe it's because of your passion for your job. Maybe it's because 
if you're a freelancer, it's your next paycheck. So you're like, oh, I got this story right here. It could be for a dozen reasons, but you can't really, certain jobs can't really turn it off. I mean, right. if you're a police officer and you're off duty, but you see crime happening, you're going to jump in. Oh, yeah. You're not like, oh, sorry, it's my day off. Like, no. Yeah. It's, so certain jobs, I think, just kind of come with that type of responsibility. So, l- l- let me let me ask you this to kind of wrap up and to kind of give people maybe some some advice about how to de-stress. Let's say some of some of the people that are listening have one of those jobs that they kind of always have to oh, kind of like you, you know. But what 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 is your advice or what do you do to kind of I know you can't get away mm-hmm. completely because like you said we're in this business yeah. and we can't necessarily do that. Yeah. But how do you find that balance because I do know some people that are in this business yeah. that that have it that find it a little bit tougher yeah. than others. I think I do okay, but how, yeah. what do you do? I think you have to you ha- you have to come to terms with yourself. So you have well, at least this is how I've done in the past. You kind of have to want it. You have to want to disconnect, and you have to want to take a day for yourself and have some self care, or just enjoy the time that you have while you're not working. And that doesn't mean you don't like your job. And that doesn't mean, unless it means that, and then get yourself a new job. But it's it's work is a part of life. Like I wish we could, we all didn't have to work, but we, the, most of us have to work. So one, do something that you like. And if there's stress that comes with it, well, at least you like your job. Um, but yeah, like you have to come to that agreement. And so I've in the past, yeah, I've been overworked here and there, or I've just been completely, especially when you, I, when I've started new jobs, I'll like have dreams about that job and mm. I'll have like nightmares and I'll wake up in the middle of the night oh, wow. because, because it's new to me right. and okay. because I have to adjust. Um, yeah, like I have some stories about that, but after that, after the, you know, after you know what you're doing uh, it gets better and it just kind of like. I just like to be like on top of things and I like to be good at what I'm doing. And so when I'm new, I'm not exactly like on top of things. And, you know, that's, so that's where that stress comes from. I think I'm more stressed out in the beginning because I'm trying to learn everything and right. be at my best. Um, but, yeah, like just take that. Phys- this is, I mean, this is I can't speak for everyone, but at least I have I, I've tried this and it, it helps like the whatever time that you have that you're not working, enjoy it and enjoy it with your friends, your family, yourself, and just kind of do something that makes you happy. Like if work is stressing you out, well, when you go home from work and you're done working, do something that makes you happy. Don't sit there and think about how much you hate it or how stressful it is. Like now you're not doing it. So do something that, that'll kind of, uh, X that out. What is that? Yeah. Like cancel, cancel that. Yeah. And then, yeah, maybe you'll have to wake up the next day and do it all over again. But but I think I think that if if you're stressed about your job, but you like your job, it just kind of comes with it. And you kind of have to, like, find a way around it, find things to find ways to cope that will help you. If you're stressed and you hate your job, I don't think being stressed is worth it. Right. So, you know, try and and do something different if that's in your means. Um, I don't know. What do you do? For How me, do um, I, I, I think I recognize my own. I recognize my strengths. I recognize my weaknesses. I, I think it was even last week I had mentioned that I, I worked a lot last week. I think a lot of us worked last week. We had a lot of things that needed to be done uh, here at the station. And there was a moment when I was getting up from my desk and I said, oh, man, it just reminded me for whatever reason about I have had a few friends say, oh, man, you, you work a lot. Maybe mm-hmm. you're, you are working a lot. And that doubt came into my mind. It's like maybe I am working a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. And for for a few seconds, I just I just thought like, oh man, I I need to, not necessarily that I need to quit, but I just need to oh it's, it's this is not good, right? But I I was asking myself mm-hmm. that, but then I realized, yeah, it is a little bit extra work, but but I enjoy it, so it just kind of turned back around. Mm-hmm. It, it's I know it's tough to explain, but no, for a, I I think it makes sense in a sense. But but it, it just crept up on my mind, and I just. I recognize that no, I still I do enjoy this. It's just this was a little bit heavier a week than uh, than another, than other weeks, and that's fine. It happens. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, They're not and, all going to be easier, but stress free. And I think for people that maybe if they have those moments, but that doesn't happen to them necessarily, that they feel okay. Um, but I'm okay if they still are not too sure. It doesn't have to be you know within the next five minutes or even a day. If you're noticing a pattern that's I'm not enjoying going to work yeah. or I'm like the week is beginning to just, it's it's no longer. Like it's never getting better. Yeah. It's not going to get better. Yeah. And it's, and that happens before that happens at jobs all the time. Yeah. Uh, then you need to re- reconsider. Yeah. yeah. And, and, yeah, and it's not worth it yeah. to, yeah, it's not, 
it's not worth it to suffer like that because, like I said, oh, you're working most of your week. Mm-hmm. Like it feels like that. You're working more days out of the week than you're not. So if you hate it, yeah, that's – The most important thing is obviously your health. So if your yes. job – and yes, sometimes it's tough to leave a job because depending on your circumstance, we all got bills to pay. But if there is a possibility to look elsewhere – and sometimes that's a tough choice because you might not have yeah. to look elsewhere in a city. You might have to look elsewhere in another state. But if that's going to better you health-wise – mentally, physically, whatever it is, then you need to re- reconsider that. Then you need to consider it and you need to push forward because in a way, nobody's really going to take it that nobody's going to get you out of that situation other than yourself and other than making a choice. Those are tough choices. We know that. I think we've all ha- have been at a point where we've had to make a tough choices or not make the tough choices. Like we said before about, oh, I think I'm going to quit today, but I'm not. But <laughs> just hanging in there, you can only hang in there for so long. Right. You know, and then it reaches a point where either Okay, you just You shouldn't have to like hang in there every day though. Like it should be like a exactly. okay, I'm hanging in there today. This today was a rough one, but it shouldn't be an everyday thing. No, it shouldn't. So, yes, there are stressful jobs. Most jobs are stressful. I guess we could say that most jobs have some sort of stress, but don't As long as you're working towards something, right? Yeah, as long as you're you're reaching your goal, as long as you're happy. <laughs> Well, that's our episode for today. Thank you, Shual, for the conversation. Thank you. And thank you, the listener, for listening to KSL Cafecito. We hope you enjoyed it. If you haven't already, tell your friends to subscribe and download to our podcast on KSL News Radio, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Pub- Radio Public, <laughs> and uh, TuneIn Radio. So don't forget. And if you're not already, please follow us on social media. I'm at Evie Cruz on Twitter. And I'm at Shual Caranas. And we are at KSL Cafecito. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thank you.